1: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
0: G'day all, welcome to the SC Playbook question and answer podcast. Tim Williams on deck this week to take the questions sent in by the SC Playbook subscribers and around 22 is ahead of us. Head to head finals foremost will be starting next week. Uh, very, very exciting times. So let's get stuck straight into it this week. First question from Mitchy. Not sure if you're taking questions yet. I am, mate. Are ready to rear it to go? But my last reserves, I'm looking at Big Red, being Corey Horsburgh, Britton Nicera, Jermaine Asako, Nico Hines and Cameron Munster. Who do I get rid of? I'm thinking Nicora may struggle against Penrith and Asako kicking against the dogs could go big. Uh, I'm with you, Mitchy. I think I would be sitting Britain Nicera in that one. Especially being such high ownership, if Penrith do a job on Cronulla, like I would say most are anticipating at home in Penrith, Nicaragua might struggle as we saw last week in a side that was, I mean, they weren't well beaten in the end by Manly, but uh, dominated for, for much of the game or at least half of it. So, yeah, I, th- I think there's an opportunity to, to sit Britain Nicaragua right out of that lot. So that's that's the way I'd be leaning. Question from Stu. For 67k k is Crossland to Munster, a sideways move with the tough run home for the storm. Or would you go Cody Walk up for the extra 25k? I mean, it's certainly not sideways. Crossland to Cameron Munster. Munster just spelled it out, what, 98 or something last week, averaging early to mid-70s. Uh, the fact that Melbourne are playing for, you know, not only top four, but a couple of losses, potentially top eight spot. Uh the mad dog post-origin, he'll be fired up, ready to go. So I like that trade. However,. I would be paying the extra 25K to get Cody Walker because the bunnies run home uh, is just so, so enticing. And I think Cody could have some big scores in there along with Latrell Mitchell, who I'm sure we'll get to shortly. But Cody at 671K, he's an absolute steal. Uh, So i would be going that way. Question from Dean. Is Garrick for Tedesco a good move if I already have Latrell as my other fullback? I think... It is very much the definition of a luxury trade. Three games at fullback, Rubes is averaging 66 points. That's the the last three games. He's had some relatively tough, I suppose, opposition there in, well, it is, in the Roosters, the Cowboys, and, and the Sharks. On the run home, he has games, some tough ones in there, but also games against the Dragons this week, which is DCE's 300th, and then finishes round 26-27 with the Doggies and the Tigers. I mean, we saw him score... 169 playing centre. I think he's a hold. he have got a stack of trades maybe, but I think he's a hold. And the tougher games against the, the Panthers, in, uh, which is in Manly, and the Warriors over at Mount Smart, potentially you're sitting outside your 17 in those weeks. But I'd be holding strong with, with Rubes. Question from Rowan says, hope you're going well, mate. Rowan, I'm going great, Guns. Thank you. Kiraz or Alex Johnston for the run home? Alex Johnston, lock and load. He's dirt cheap by his standards. Finding a bit of try scoring form again, coinciding obviously with getting guns back in that bunnies side. They're back to full strength, minus Vita Totola. I think with the bunnies run, Alex Johnston is such a good play. Question from Perko. Thanks for all you, Timmy. Thanks to to you and all the contributors for all the content. Uh, Our pleasure, mate. Have an absolute ball putting this together. Very lucky to be able to do so and... Uh, we've got an absolute banging team contributors on deck as well. So our pleasure, mate. Uh, question is, conundrum this week is do I go Cody or Latrell? Can I only pick one? Any inside word on Trell's cardio fitness? Uh, look, if we'd seen Luttrell have one week and saw him at decent fitness after being out for so long and, and like he, he gets around well and look, looks for good, it's Luttrell for sure. But as there is an issue around fitness, it obviously brings him back to the pack. I think Adam Drussi summed it up on the SC Paper podcast better this week. He I don't know if he, I'm not sure if he said he owns either of them or not neither of them, but he said he fears Lattrell more. I think he might be a non-owner. He said he fears Latrell more as a non-owner. And it's it's so simple, but such good indication of of when you're making your superhose decision decisions. Who do you fear more? And I think he's right, it's Lattrell Mitchell. Now, yes, there's a little bit of uncertainty around him coming back, but He's also kicking goals on top of Cody. And, and what he often does as well is, just because he sweeps as a fullback, he steals a lot of tries off Cody Walker. So I think Latrell Mitchell is the play there. Another brutal question here. This one's from Andrew. This is even harder, actually. If you had to pick one of Munster or Tedesco, who would you go? Tedesco has the recent form, the Storm of... You know what I mean? At the moment, they're the better side. Let's have a look at the Mad Dog monster. 73 average this season. Has a couple of lower scores in there. He has four scores under 43. But, you know, a couple of them came in and around that origin period. There's 37 against Penrith, which is pretty standard. Uh, God, mate, that's tough. I would probably lean towards James Tedesco. He's a real focal point of the Roosters attack. Storm between, you know, Meany, Jerome Hughes, Harry Grant. They can share the loading attack a bit. Um, the Roosters at the moment are pretty reliant on Teddy, who just after a tough origin series and a tough start to the season, first half of the season, I should say, just really looks like he's playing with intent and a point to prove. So, I'd go towards Teddy, but there's very little in that one. Question from David, if I have to loop Trell, who would you bench out of Hopgood and Nicara? I I think Nicara, mate. As I said before, just, I mean, they're both at very high ownership, but Sean Lane is out now. James Fisher-Harris, sorry, James Fisher-Harris, Regan Campbell-Gillard still missing for Parramatta. So Hopgood will continue to play good minutes. We'll get through massive, massive base stats. And yeah, just Nicara with that Penrith matchup. I think even if he scores a try and gets a line break with it, he's probably looking at in that game 75 to 80. So I don't think it would hurt you that bad. I think Hopgood's the the safer play there. Rusco, as a head-to-head focus player, is drinking a must-have? No, he's definitely not a must-have as a head-to-head player, just due to his ridiculous price. But if you can find a way to him, go for it. Uh, just oh, I can't justify paying for him as an overall player. If I was head-to-head focused, I, I wouldn't be either. But look, if your team's well set up and it's a trade that you can make without you know costing you a bunch of other guns that you need to get back in, then yeah, sure, go for it. His recent stats are so absurd. Like, yeah. congratulations to all those that, that, that took, I suppose, a bit of a punt on him. It sounds weird saying that they took a punt on him because he's had two very consistent seasons in a row now. And he, outside of a one in round two, he like he had a low score of 44. So there was not really that big a punt. I mean, hindsight's a great thing, but I know whilst Carlos jumped on him, he's absolutely flying up the rankings off the back of that. He has five tons in his last seven games. In his last eight games, he has a low score of 86. Holy moly, that's good going. Uh, but of course, with success comes a price tag, and that price tag is $1.08 million. So, oof. Question from Brayden. G'day, legend. Need to trade Mully Talley this week before he leaks too much cash. If you can only get one, who's the better option between Charles Nicol Cookstad and Dallin wateni Uh So firstly, I will say that know that Ronaldo is necessarily a must trade because of the fact he's already at 448K. Look, he's not a game you want to play him in this week against Penrith, but I say time and time again that you know it's what they score for your team, not what they score overall. So, you know, if you're sitting this week against Penrith, potentially sitting against the Bunnies next week, if your side has enough depth and is in a position to do so, well then there's games against the Titans, the Cowboys, which is a bit tougher obviously, the Knights, the Raiders. That's a relatively tough draw, but there's very playable games in there for Ronaldo. He's already dropped a ton of cash, peaked at 730k this season. So he's not a must trade, but look, if you can go him, yeah, two chance or, or Darlin, both great moves. chance being at fullback, higher work rate, more involvement is the safer play of the two, that is for sure. I've sitting there watching the, the Raiders get dusted by by the Warriors last week, and I was just looking at that right edge and how lethal it was. They're untouchable with how good the ball movement there is off the back of primarily Sean Johnson. So I like Dallin. He's a little bit cheaper as well. I've seen those games with that incredible run home for the Warriors, Titans, Tigers, Seagulls, Dragons, Dolphins. I'm thinking I might want a piece of Dallin and a bit of a flyer. I, I don't have his ship in front of me, but it wouldn't be too high. So... I'd lean towards Darlan, but, mate, both very safe picks. So I, I think Darlan has probably a slight more upside on the wing. Charns, I said, much, much safer. Question from Leo. He says, Tedesco to Trell, Isaiah Katoa to Cody Walker, or Muli Tarlo upgrade to Holmes? Now, I don't know what your exact, you know, uh, implications of going one or two or different ways there. However... Katoa to Walker, lock and load that one. If you can do that and go Mouly-Talo to Holmes, I think that's the trade because Trell might not outscore Tedesco on the run home. Tedesco's got a six-round average of about 95. So while I don't mind the Tedesco to Trell trade, I think that's definitely luxury as well. Like People are trading in Tedesco this week. So yeah, I think if you can go Katoa to Walker and mouly Taylor to Holmes, that's the play. Question from Matty He's in a must-win head-to-head this week. He says, should I use my last two trades to get in trail? The rest of the team has very good depth and don't want anyone else. If by must win you mean making the eight, get him in. Mate, it's, it's, you can't sit there after a loss this week, miss the eight and go, what could have been? What if I got trail in for his 150 this week and it could have got me into the finals and I had depth to get myself through that despite the no trades? Oh, I think you have to pull the trigger. Obviously not ideal, but... Yeah, you you don't have any regrets next week on missing out on the trail and missing out on head-to-head finals. So, yeah, I'd go for it, especially, as you said, you've got the depth there. So, Guys, uh, really enjoyed sitting down with Gareth White from Sequel and having a quick chat, short, sharp, concise about what he has to offer. Uh, Could be a brief chat that might change your life, so have a listen. Guys, a warm welcome back to the SC Playbook podcast. Proud partner of the show, Gareth White from Sequel, Gareth, good to have you back, mate. How are you going? Hey, Tim. Thanks for having me on. Uh, happy days, mate. Now, look, last time we had you on, your Supercoach side was going, look, okay at best. You have since pulled off one of the all-time great plays, which I did not think anyone had the balls to do, but you brought in Zach Lomax, and it's led to a resurgence in your
1: side, mate. Yeah, it's helped a bit. Um, the back-to-back hundreds help. Um, I'm sitting ranked... 2,466. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm I'm going okay. I'm better than the last time, that's for sure. Lomax has certainly helped.
0: Mate, what I'd be, what I'd give to be 2,400th at the moment with Zach Lomax pumping out back-to-back tonnes is like a super pod for the run home. Uh, as I said, a braver man than me, but it paid off for you. Now, mate, let's talk uh, about what you can offer the SC Playbook listeners. And one thing that stood out to me, having chatted to you throughout the season, obviously off-air, is that you're here to help people uh, that are doing a little bit tough with their gambling and probably struggling to, to be in control of their gambling you've had people from all walks of life all different industries reaching out to have a chat to you and the the response has been great
1: yeah it has been fantastic it's um and you're right it's all walks of life um you know i've seen you know bankers solicitors you know tradies truckies painters plumbers yeah you know, some police armed forces um you know but you know sons fathers all types of people and i'm really really enjoying it it's the variety and the just everyday people It's it's been great yeah brilliant to hear mate now
0: i think again another thing that stood out to me and one thing i try to get across on on the podcast each and every week is that i know speaking to you and even speaking to sc playable listeners that, that have linked up with you and have reached out to myself as well that people sit there and they listen to me talk about the message and they sit there and go, yeah i'm probably in this position i probably need to reach out but it's taking a pretty gigantic leap uh, to actually, you know, send your message or make the call and make that move and admit that you are battling with your gambling a little bit. For the people that are in that boat, I suppose, what's your message to them and the ones that do send you that message and take that leap and reach out? What can you and the team at Seacal offer to those?
1: First of all, understanding. Um, hopefully I can be relatable. I'm a, I'm a sports fan as well. I love Super Coach, <laughs> but, you know, listening, non-judgment, I think people need a safe space to be able to talk and to try to unpack some of these things with someone. I'm just wanting to try to help um, the individual. I've not had anyone yet, Tim, that's reached out that has said that they regret it. Quite the opposite. People continually tell me that they've really enjoyed that they've actually made that step. And for me, that's that's the biggest thank you. Um, so um, if people can get over that initial hurdle, I think they'll be better for it.
0: Great, mate. And that's the thing that stood out to me from the first time I met you, mate, is that it's not there about making money or doing this. You're generally out there to help people uh, with their problem gambling and, and just to get, help them out with, I think, life in general, is that that's what it leads to. Mate, for people that do want to reach out to you, what's
1: the best way to do that? Okay, so we've got the Instagram. So it's CECAL Gambling, so C-E-C-A-L Gambling. Uh, you can reach me on, on Instagram or you can phone our phone number, which is o2. Nine double five nine four zero one three. That's nine double five nine four zero one three, 94013 And um, I'll get back to you.
0: Perfect, mate. It's free. It's completely confidential. doesn't matter where you are, whether you're in Sydney, whether you're in Australia, you might be overseas. Uh, make the call. You don't have to be localised in Sydney where you are based, mate. But uh, as I said, I don't think it's a decision that anyone will regret if they do take that brave step to reach out. Gareth, thank you for jumping on the show, mate.
1: Yeah, thanks, Tim. Take care. Cheers.
0: All righty, thank you for that, mate. Question from Peter Muskins. Question, Munster or Walker for the run home? Uh, I'm all aboard Cody Walker for that one. Obviously, both great trades, but yeah, I love. I think Cody's got a huge upside for the run home. Question from Jay. How many is too many bunnies with the buy at the end of the year? Have Cody and AJ but want Trell and or Murray, but I know four is too much. Thoughts? Four isn't too much. Mate, the, if the bunnies can do what we... Uh, Expecting them to do, they're playing the city ninth, which is remarkable. I, I still think with their run, they can make the top four. I think they can win every game on the run home, and yeah, I don't think don't think four's too much at all. Particularly if you've got you know a few chairs up your sleeve and around twenty six when they have that buy, which is the concerning one. If you can flip one of them out, you know that takes it down to three. So I, I don't think four's too many. Question from Ch. Ranked five k ish, which I guess rules me out of the race for top one thousand. Is it worth just holding trades to get an advantage for head to head finals, or is it the overall race not over in this position, mate? Not a chance at all. You're sitting five k. Like you have weeks where you can jump two to three thousand in one round with a good round, and then alternatively, people have bad rounds and you can drop three thousand. Like I dropped three thousand spots in a week not long ago. Um, I had a decent round last week and I went up 1,100 spots and I was just below you, so I'm sitting at 61K now. Sorry, 61K, that'd be rough. 6,100 now and I haven't given up the, the hope for the top 1K. Now, look, it, it, it will come down to how you, your squad's set up. If you've got depth there and you know, you've know you got a few trades up the sleeve and you, you're well positioned, you've got everyone you want back, well, then you're definitely in the, the, the hunt for the top 1,000 Heaps of work to do, odds are against you, odds are against me to do it, but mate, never say never, um, keep that fight up. That being said, if you look at your team and you're going, oh, I'll probably there's enough guns that I need to get back in and I, I don't really have a lot of depth here, I'm missing a few yeah, key players, realistically maybe 1k isn't possible. So that's when you turn your, your focus to head to head. Uh, and also, at the end of the day, it's, it's what do you want, mate? Are you in any head-to-head mates, uh, mates headhead leagues with your mates that you know you've got bragging rights? You really want to win it? You're well positioned, or are you purely an overall focus player where you don't care about your couple of head-to-head leagues? Because if that's the case, just go for overall. Uh, but if there's some head-to-head leagues that you definitely want to win, then lock and load for it. They're all circumstantial. Question from Andrew it says: I have Drinkwater and Gutho at fullback. Is Gutho a hold? How do you feel he will go over the next few weeks? Another one, probably trade um, pendant. I think Gutho is a sell just due to Parramatta's draw. Uh, What an unbelievable season he's having. Shout out Gutho, averaging 81 points, 904K. Four tons in his last five games, Gutho. Wowee. However, there were games there. Cowboys was a good one, but he rescued that late with a few try assists. Then he had Titans, Dolphins, Manly, Bulldogs. It was a really good draw. He's not going to do that every week, I don't believe. <clears throat> he now goes into the storm away. Dragons, Broncos, Roosters, Panthers, and then the round 27 bye. I don't think he's going to keep that sort of scoring up. I would be looking to trade to any of you know, Latrell, Mitchell, Reese Walsh, James Tedesco. If you have like sub three trades, you can maybe hold him because he he's going well. All right, let's punch through a few quick fire ones. I, I threw the, the questions chat up a bit later today The Halfback potty, which normally goes first on a Thursday morning, q and A's is in the Arvo. Uh, There's a late switch with those two. So uh, to the SC Paper subscribers, I will do my best to jump into the SC Paper WhatsApp chat this afternoon or tonight and, and get to any questions that I haven't answered on here. But a few quick fires, one from Jacob. Joey Manu to Walker and Brimson to Munster, three trades remaining. I like Brimson to Munster. Titans have a really tough run home, so that looks a no-brainer. Manu to Walker, I like it. Ah, with only three trades remaining. Ooh. If you have depth in your squad and you covered every position, go for it. Because I think Walker scores Manu on the way home. If your depth is lacking a bit and it's a, it's a bit concerning, I wouldn't because that what you'll have two trades left after Brimo to Munster. That'd be one if you made the other trade and that'd be concerning. So just assess, uh, yeah, what your depth is like. Question from... JL. Trading out Ronaldo, who do we think scores more in the run home, Cody or Teddy? I'm going Cody Walker. Question from Babongas: Five trades left. Is it worth burning two to trade Tino and Buller? And if so, who to? Have Horse, Torhu, and Has to cover front row, and Gathos are the fullback. The rest of my squad is very good besides CT Dub. So, yeah, look, I think if people do own Tino out there generally speaking, should hold. If they held through last week that he missed, why not hold for two more weeks and have a gun coming back fresh and firing? I'm actually eyeing him off as a trade-in. However, mate, you've got three gun front rolls there. You're well covered. You've got five trades. So, yeah, I'd be looking to get rid of him and definitely get rid of Buller. In terms of – I think you sort of answered your question. In terms of who to, you said the rest of your squad's good besides CT Dub. So, CT Dub, Yeah. No, there's a thousand different options. Campbell Graham, Alex Johnston, Brian Totto. Uh, you know, next week Charles Nicole Clockstad, Darlene his Lesni, so take your pick. Question from Dylan Mullen. I stupidly naffed Sonny Luke to Mol-, Mol Eisen a couple of weeks ago. That's the I'd never heard of him, he says. Uh, that's the the bloke day booing off the bench for the Dragons this week. Now I've just got another AE nightmare. I've got six trades at the start of this week. One is for Kennedy to Luttrell. Do I use another trade to Nuff? And and do you have any info if it's likely that he keeps the bench at the Dragons for the rest of the year? Cheers, mate. Uh, Mate, I try not to to think too much about the ins and outs of the Dragons rotations because I enjoy my sleep too much. But no, I don't have any info there. Look, I'd give it a a week and just I don't think you need to, to rush on on him and wasting another trade there. He might play this week and not play again this season. See how this week plays out. I think, like, in fact, you've got to get back up hooker. I'd just hold strong for now. And if there are a few, if, you know, if Harry Green, say, yeah, hookers Harry Green or Damien Cook or whoever, if they, if they had miss a game and you stuck a hooker, well, then you're going to have to make a move there somewhere probably. But unless you take an AE... Uh, just sit back, see if he's there again next week because things change very quickly. Question from Maddie, I believe. Love having you back on Bloke and the other potties. Uh, thank you, mate. It was a bit of a dream switch, Roo, last week. I got to get back on there, and Guru was, Guru was away, so really enjoyed that one. Oh, shout out to the big fella, one of the great men, the, the Roo. Luttrell and Cleary with Drinkie and SJ, or Walsh and Cleary with Drinkie and Hines? In the million dollar question, uh, last month or so hasn't it? Look, I think with the Warriors' run home, really good run home, the Shark is looking more and more questionable by the week with a tougher run home. While I would prefer Nico to SJ, definitely, I would also prefer Luttrell to Reese Walsh, not by a margin, but I would so. Look, I'd lean towards going Latrell and Cleary with Drinky and SJ. Question from Danny Heath. Hey bro. G'day, bro. Would you nuff Brayley and trade Mully Tarlow to Latrell or Nuff Brayley and trade Kenner and Kennedy to Munster and Teddy using a boost? The first thing I'll say is that I don't I don't love people nuffing their second hooker. You've only got one backup in that position. What if your starting hooker goes down and you've like. If you've got a heap of trades, left, like Guru did it this week, last week, and enough little, and he's got a, a no nobody there now. I can't remember who he traded in. But if Harry Grant, like Harry Grant, threw knees into the back of whoever it was on the weekend and, and risked the suspension and he would have had no hooker. Like now, Guru has a sickening amount of trades. So he's in a position where if required, he could make a trade without sort of ruining himself uh, to cover that. But for people running low on trades, which is most of us, let's be fair... Your hooker goes down, like one week maybe you can cop an AE, but if they miss multiple weeks or the season, you don't have trades left or it's two weeks and you want to hold on to it, puts you in all sorts. I don't love it. That being said, if you are uh, content on doing it, look, if you can get in just Mouly Tarlow straight to Luttrell, you didn't mention how many trades you've got. So if you've got a bunch of trades up the sleeve, sure, go with getting Munster and Teddy in because that's pretty – a pretty brilliant trade and you'd hold Taylor, who's very playable in certain games if you are lower on trade you can just do Taylor to trolling one uh, that looks pretty good to me question from Will Sampson g'day mate thinking Pierre to Murray but may leave me out of Ronaldo to DWZ thoughts on if you had to pick one I think if I had to pick one I'd go Ronaldo to DWZ not by a margin I just think that Piercour was really good in his last game. He's missed ruled out this week, so he's now missing two weeks due to flu. But when he comes back in, he's got attacking upside, base is really poor, but he's also quite cheap. Uh money is going up. He's playable enough in, in games home on the run home. 80 minute edge back row for the Broncos, playing outside Adam Reynolds, I believe. Good spot to be. Uh where so yeah, I think he's the picker to Murray trade's great, don't get me wrong, but of the two, I think with the upside of Dallin and that run home, I think that might be be the play. Question from Rob. G'day, mate. Your advice for last two reserves would be tops. Kennedy, Sioni Katoa, Mulitalo, Schuster, Eli Katoa, and Valence Tafade. I would put a line through the Sharky's wingers in Mulitalo and Katoa, just because it's against Penrith. So it leaves us the fullback in Will Kennedy, Josh Schuster and Eli Katoa and Valence Tafade. If Eli Katoa starts come game day, 100% him, but if he plays off the bench, I would be putting a line through him. Let's say he plays off the bench. Let's put a line through him. Valence Tafade at centre against the Doggies, I'd be playing him. And then Kennedy or Schuster, ooh, I would lean towards Will Kennedy, I think. Just Will Kennedy. The Manly's right edge with DCE, so opposite edge to Schuster, is going at the Dragons' left edge, which is really weak. So I said, I believe they'll probably send a lot uh, down Manly's right edge, which means Schuster might get a little bit less ball. So yeah, probably just Kennedy, as I think he's a bit safer. But yeah, a, a toss-up between Kennedy and Schuster. Hopefully, Ellie Cattell starts for you and it can solve the issue. Uh, now, on to my trades for the week. Now, I, I tossed up on, on Paper Podcast and the Beers and Break Even Podcast this week that I was going with two quite different trade options. Now, what I'm going to do is stick with option A, and that is going... Latrell Mitchell will be coming in, in likely my only trade of the week. Uh, there are a few people I can still trade out for him. But I'm thinking Jacob Preston, who's done a brilliant job for me. But it is time to go just because i as rock solid as he's been. He, there's probably not a spot in my 17 for him for the rest of the season um, with how it, it's sort of set up. So Preston to Latrell Mitchell leaves me five trades left and 111, 112K in the bank. It leaves me a front row of short this week. Brennan Piakura has been ruled out, which is great. So it gives me a, a free – not a free, a semi-free crack at the vice captaincy loophole, which I'll throw the VC on Latrell Mitchell. Players – so my, my non-active players in my squad are Ty Munro, who's out this week, Molly Tarlo, Ramian, Piakura, out this week, Madison, and then Braley, and then my two duds in the side are Finu and Pelé. So my lowest score is going to be an 80-minute player, Like, it, it could be, say, Ronaldo Mouletalo. It shouldn't be too bad. It continue, I get a free crack at, you know, Latrell Mitchell as VC. So if Trell can sort of knock out, a lot of different factors come in this, but if Latrell can knock out 100 plus and then my AE doesn't look too bad, although my A is more than likely probably Jesse Raymond or Ronaldo Mouletalo, and my captain will be... Nathan Cleary if Latrell doesn't go well enough. So you probably need, just to be safe, like I'd probably loop 110, (sighs) probably 120 because I think Nathan Cleary going up against the Sharky's left edge, which is abysmal, I think could have a a bit of a field day there. So, yeah, then I'll be looking in a couple of weeks when Tino comes back at going Tyrone Peachy straight up to him, I'll need probably I will need another trade to facilitate that. But yeah, use two trades: one from Peachy to, to Tino, oh, potentially. I like down will change as well. Anyway, a few things to work out. But yeah, this week just the one trade I'd say for me, and that will be Preston to Latrell Mitchell Skipper VC Latrell Mitchell C Nathan Cleary. if Mit fails for me. Uh, right, guys, that's it for the Q&A podcast this week. Good luck to everyone in NRSU.com 22 and have a ripper weekend. Cheers.